0: Hi everybody, sorry I've got a bit of fuzz on this mic. Um this is just to say this episode was recorded remotely, um so there's some clicks and creaks and there might even be some parakeets. Hope you enjoy it. Love joy actually. <laughs> But I feel like Polly should <laughs> say the podcast. <laughs> Polly, you introduce the podcast. Go. Hello and welcome to
1: Lovejoy, actually live from three locations, two of which are in South London, one of which is in the southwest
0: oh. of England. War
1: of England. Not of, the of London. Well, you can't do the... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what, didn't he call it Mummerzette when
0: he was Mum, talking Mum there, I've realised it's the, the first
1: accent I ever learned to do, Mummerzette. And Rosette. you do it slightly better than me. Anyway, I'm Paul. Oh, hello everybody, I'm Anne.
2: I'm Helen. Um,
1: and yeah, yes. this is
2: Lovejoy. Actually, as Paul has already said, we're going to introduce our drinks.
1: Right. We have to, yeah, they, our, our drinks get their own, it's like they get a credit at the end. I'm Maybe they should have a, we I'll should include them. on the notes what we're all drinking. Helen, that looks amazing. What is it? I've, have you had this before? So um, I've had it the on the train.
2: Edinburgh gin, rhubarb and ginger gin liqueur. It's Very so nice. nice. And this is like, a, a sort of, the actual liqueur itself is amazing, but this is like a little can where they've mixed it up with some ginger ale. Um, but we should probably, in case we reference it throughout the episode, we should probably explain to listeners that we are sat in the middle of a heat wave in, well, in London. Is it, what's it like down where you are, Bob? It's a
1: mere 29 degrees yeah. down here, uh, which is yeah. a lot it's,
2: cooler than where it is where you are. It's been like the mid-30s for about three or four days now, so yeah. we're just kind of at it's the right point
0: right of just,
1: so that's what I'm drinking anyway. What about I'm you drinking- guys? I'm drinking... A lovely glass of red wine.
0: Oh, that does look nice, Polly. Which my dad said,
1: this is right nice wine. It's it's called Beaujolais Villages. Oh, I love (laughs) it. Helen, as our (laughs) resident French speaker, Beaujolais Villages, village,
2: village, Beaujolais village,
0: (laughs) Beaujolais village, en homage (laughs) à Vielle. there's lots of French in this episode too, but we'll get to that in one second. Um, I now. Me and Helen have both had a similar wine in a can experience, but I think mine hopefully will go better than Helen's. Oh. So Hel- Helen gave instruction for wine in a can to be bought at the supermarket. And what did he return with?
2: It was wine in a can, but it was f- like not fizzy wine in a can. The reason I wanted wine in a can is because I wanted the fizz. Yeah. And there was she, no fizz. She wanted it's a just Pinot like,
0: Pinot Pinot Grigio. Yeah, ah,
2: yeah. It was normal wine, but in a can.
0: So I. So thought... that was bottle. Yeah, I've got this, right? Which ooh, is Oh, that looks ooh. nice. It Seco is, Rosato
2: frizzante. Frizzante.
0: frizzante. So oh, no, I know it's like frizzante, frizzante means fizzy, doesn't it? yeah. But I've never had this before.
1: Frizzante. It's frizzante. from Lidl,
0: I think, but it's not branded as Lidl, so I don't know if you can get it in every Lidl, so we'll see if it's nice and if it is.
2: Are we opening our cans? Okay.
0: Oh, sorry, I should have opened one no. a bit louder. There we go. Ah, right. Well, branches. cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers, my
1: dears. Giraffe. Santé, santé, santé. Um,
0: I'll also say just before we get into the episode, for any listeners who have been turned on to fizzy wine in a can, like like we have, like what we have been, um, <laughs> I, I have realised possibly too late in my wine in a can journey that if you drink three wines in a can, <laughs> that is one bottle of wine. Holy sh! So that is why I start slurring towards the end of and then you these episodes. And <laughs> I had exactly the
2: same realisation, because I bought the wine in a can, the horrible flat one, to avoid opening a whole bottle and drinking the whole bottle, but then I drank three of the cans. They're so easy to drink, they're so the cold, same thing. they're in the
0: mm. fridge, you think you're drinking a Fanta. Nom nom. And you're not, you're getting steadily pissed. Anyway... We're just trying to avoid talking about this episode because series it's pre-warned It's very we're sad. We're too
2: sad. It's so too sad. So we're talking about Series 5, Episode 2, Who is the Fairest? So they've really gone lazy with the, the sort of generic description of the programme. Light-hearted drama. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> lighthearted drama. And I think it's that this episode, I well, it was a bit lighthearted, but we all cried watching it. Yeah, it, it was so, not spoiler. lighthearted.
0: Yeah. So it was
2: not lighthearted. Then, so, two sentences. One doesn't make sense and one does. So, it's time for Lovejoy to make an honest woman of Lady Jane. Eric blames the evil eye mirror for the emotional upheaval affecting the gang.
0: Wow. There you go. Does he? Really, though? I mean, that that, that didn't come up... It's a bit of a throwaway line that he kind of says Uh, once. And he doesn't sound like he believes it.
1: My thinking is it actually could have made more of that. And it also didn't really go in that he's the sceptic usually Eric yeah, is usually he's... the one Eric was the one with the fortune teller in Brighton that said bollocks to th-. and that was written by the same writer wasn't it, is this, ge- it this, this is a Jeremy Paul, Paul episode yeah, yeah. This is Jeremy
0: Paul.
1: so he wrote amongst others Dainty Dish Love Knots," which is one of my favourites yeah. and Friends in High Places which is one of my favourites and so, he's back yeah also there were in this episode and the next one there were some Brilliant guest stars! I don't know how much you spotted these. Oh no, I only
0: spotted Roger Lloyd oh, Pack because it's the no. first thing I've written down. Roger Lloyd wait Pack. Wait until Ex-Gonished you get Rock.
1: to. Wait mm. until you get to the next episode. Oh, excited! Ooh, and I but... want to see if you spot the next, the, the one in the next episode. Oh, that,
0: okay, that can be our um next episode. We'll have a little bit of a quiz and find out. So, so from
2: from the summary, we get the idea. So there's a mirror. There's an evil eye mirror. So that is like the, one of the main plot points. I mean, sorry, I'm not gonna I don't think I'm spoiling it for listeners to say Lovejoy doesn't marry Lady Jane, as as it yeah. might suggest. Um, but there is some very sad Lady Jane um story which we will come to.
1: Ah. And, and, it, it, is, and it and it they echo it quite well in the final in the final final episode at the end of series six. By okay. the way, one of when our... he was ab- when he's going to make an honest woman of charlotte uh,
0: one of our patrons Spoiler alert. one of our patrons sent a message on instagram saying um that um that i think they'd finished work or something and they were going to settle down and watch some of series 6 or whatever and i mm. said oh i'm i'm just about to start on series 5 actually and they said oh well you must have seen them all and i didn't have the heart to be like
1: Nope. <laughs> well, not maybe thirty
0: years ago when I was thirteen. Just, yeah. I probably did well, Polly's now, the you, expert. <laughs>
1: series six. I feel like I am the expert on series six. I'm excited. To get I, to I was gonna say there's a lot of he's done very well here with flashbacks and the future writers I think did a good job looking back to this episode mm. and making it into a premonition for later episodes. It's beautifully joined together to the Looking back and looking forward, the sort of the Janus episode. We should call this the Janus episode. <laughs> Ooh, okay. profound. Um, because so, it opens with them. It opens with them dancing, and we've seen them yeah. dancing before. Yeah. And in the very last episode, when he before he proposes to Charlotte, which again is not a huge spoiler alert, really. I'm not saying what happens next, but um, they're dancing, and they're also doing a tango, which is what we saw them doing in the church. In um, in, uh, in Smoky Nose.
0: Yeah. Um, and when we... See, I was about to sort of do a bit of context around what Polly just said and say, we see Lovejoy and Jane dancing, which is kind of what she's referring to. And I was going yes. to come in and say, it's Lovejoy and Jane dancing, but actually it's not just Lovejoy and Jane dancing because Tinka does some dancing too. Because oh, uh, say, they're sure. all at um, Jane's old ballet teacher's ballet class because oh, of yes. the aforementioned mirror and the opening scene is like shot in the mirror and i've actually written down oh i'm a sucker for things filmed in a mirror i hope there's a lot of that this episode (laughs) emma the episode is called who's the fairest of them all obviously it's about a mirror i somehow for some reason did not put two and two together there so yeah so it's about about a mirror
1: yeah it's about a mirror and we find out very quickly that it's supposedly about haunted mirror which sent me down the rabbit hole of picture of dorian gray and all of that malarkey because uh, as opposed to fairy tales which was a much more obvious link i'll admit
2: i was reading an article today just coincidentally about what's called i think it's called the troxler effect oh what's Mm -hmm. that um where basically your brain uh, it's like an optical illusion essentially where your your brain if you stare at something for too long your brain kind of makes it disappear because it decides it's not important things on the periphery sorry to disappear because it decides they're not mm. important it just focus on the thing that you're looking at Um. so for example if you have a cross surrounded by dots all the dots will disappear you just look at the cross mm. you can probably find examples of it online but there's a kind of related effect which is where if you stare at your face in the mirror for mm. too long which is kind of the opposite but I'm not an expert in these things are um <laughs> your right, face, out your of the face will, as you are yeah <laughs> your face will start your face will kind of start to disappear or distort well this is what I'm your brain like... is trying to make it look interesting it's
0: and a gorgeous and you And you can
2: hallucinate things and the will background it will kind of go blurry you might see like some things crawl that's across so the floor
0: interesting that's, isn't it because mm. the the reason that Jane's ballet dancer wants to get rid of this mirror is because this little girl Monica in the dancing class thinks she can see the spirits of dead sailors in the mirror. But actually, when you're doing a dance class, and I don't know if you two were forced to go to dancing class when you were little, forced to
1: not for long. When they realised that I was the most malcoordinated child ever put on this earth. Did
0: you have to do uh, good toes, naughty toes? Good toes, naughty toes.
1: No, not that I recall.
0: Good toes, naughty toes. Anyway, never mind. Um, But when you're dancing, you have to stare at what you're doing in the mirror. so now we've explained Monica's haunted sailors. She was just mm-hmm. staring at herself doing her plies it or whatever the she was doing. Effect. And yeah. the reason
2: that Monica is so important is because she, like all the other little girls in the ballet class, is from a very wealthy family. So she, Miss Rubiette, who's the but teacher, Jane's old teacher, uh, who, who, by the way, looks like every teacher ever. She looks she like really such does. a teacher. Like she just has a teacher she was face. Uh, and a teacher haircut maybe a 90s teacher haircut which is what I associate with Um, but she wants to keep all these little girls including Monica on side doesn't want them to be put off her class because basically they're her clients and if a little girl's like mummy and daddy I'm not going to that class anymore
1: it's scary then obviously that's her business down the pan I don't feel they made enough of her phobia though I think they made a lot of her in that they turned her into a cliche
0: yeah like little entitled utterly
1: old before her time spoiled little brat child yeah yeah and, a, she, and no one ever told them off for it in fact they encouraged it
0: but the housekeeper's quite scared of the mirror as well because then yeah. the housekeeper doesn't want she's in the, the house she's not the house housekeeper
1: she's the um, accompanist for the class oh wish she
0: oh, oh, i wasn't paying for, yeah, attention but, <laughs> already <nothing>, seen one <laughs> i don't think so there
1: are other episodes particularly in the future particularly if anybody's playing love actually bingo this is the moment listen up Series 5 the Christmas special in North Carolina um where they have a painting that's meant to be a similar the paintings meant to be haunting the house hmm. and weird things weird things happen objects sort of fly around I you know pe- people get funny, feel funny love and collapse
0: about love this this episode like ticked all the boxes for me I was like oh, I love a haunted object but you didn't get enough you didn't get
1: enough of the supernatural in this and you do in other episodes yeah. and I think they could have made a bit more of that actually yeah, they I'm didn't did they but the th- as a complete, not related to that, um, the girl
2: that played Monica looked exactly like a girl that I went to school with. Like, so much so that I was like, was she a child actress? I didn't know her that well. Like, was she a child actress? And I didn't know, and this was her. Because you would have been about the right sort of mm. age. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, but no. So the girl that played Monica was <laughs> called Marianne Buckland. Um, and she, it's the only acting credit she's ever had. But oh. I just I stalked her. And I think, well... There's someone with the same name and there's only like the only person on LinkedIn. She's now like a producer. Um, oh, that's great. Like a TV producer, yeah. Oh, good for her. So and She saw behind Marianne. the scenes
0: and went, I want to but it was But
2: it wasn't Kitty O'Loan, which is
1: who I thought it was, who I went to school oh, with. Well,
0: shout um,
1: out to Kitty O'Loan. Um, but when the, yes, accompan-
0: yeah, when the accompanist said, oh, I'm not coming back if that mirror's still here. She goes off on her bike. Monica goes off in her chauffeur-driven car. I 100% thought there was going to be a terrible car crash and it was all going to be because of the mirror, and that didn't happen at all. So the mirror does, doesn't actually, like Polly says, it doesn't actually do anything spooky at any Although point. Although it was a bit
1: Blair Witch Project, because you were waiting for something spooky that never happened. That never happened. Yeah. Maybe, this was, maybe this was the inspiration for the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Probably, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, they're there for the mirror,
2: and so, anyway, Miss Robiette's decided to get rid of it, because, actually, even though she doesn't think it's evil particularly, she's just fed up of everyone screaming every time they see it, and it's just not worth it for her so she's going to get rid of it she wants lovejoy to sell it except he's just become some kind of middleman because jane's like well just take it to smallman smith and i was like smallman that's a weird name but it took me a while to realize that that's his his, his it's a hyphenate name smallman (laughs) hyphen smith yeah so take it to smallman smith's mirror shop and
0: should we describe the mirror
1: yeah, and I was also, I did yeah. want to go back quickly to Eric's yeah. quote because what I've written, so Eric's quote we were talking about before was, I thought quite deep actually. He says, oh, you look, look, look at yourself in the mirror for long enough and you don't know who you are anymore and yeah. apparently that's got a name. So oh, if you ever just... look at a word and look at the spelling and then just, that's a really weird word. i would never thought what a weird word. And then you say, you're like, is it spelt like that? Yeah. And then you doubt yourself and it's often a really normal word. I'm like that with like lavender. any word.
0: I can't it, deal with lavender. The word.
1: It's very weird that I
2: happened to read that article today because it wasn't because of anything relating to this episode and me searching anything. I, I
0: sort of want to tell you guys something really weird that happened to me, but it's so incredibly weird that it doesn't need to go on the podcast and I'll tell you maybe at the end. Yeah.
2: It's really, so intriguing. It so
0: properly intriguing. freaked me out. And it's to do with mirrors, so it does actually... So get... the mirror,
2: yeah, it's, well, it's quite large, this mirror, isn't it? Like, it's a good, you know, five, six feet tall.
1: Yeah. And... Do- it, it belongs in a ballet studio. It's got know, like an Illuminati
0: wide. Illuminati eye on the top, like you sometimes see. Oh, well, yeah, it's on yeah. the dollar, isn't it? And it's on um like But do you know what? Of all the things that I should have done, look up what that symbolism is of well, the eye. Tink, I suppose Tink explains it. Tink a bit, explains it, me. he says it
2: symbolises God the Father and the Trinity, but
0: I mean I didn't know that. It just looked I mean no shade to the bbc props department in the 90s but of the props that we've had so far this one did look a bit shoddy it looked like it come from the set of changing rooms <laughs> do you remember that it looked like something lawrence well and oh, might have yeah, like yeah. mocked up in mdf to be like oh we can't get the real thing so have this yeah so i've made out paper mache <laughs> they do <laughs> it say lovely. it's like
2: carved wood but it just looks it does look a bit cheap and it's like it's very sort of ornate sort of gilt um, mm. painted wooden frame that Particularly on the top, there's a big sort of triangle of carving, including this evil eye. And, yeah, it's quite...
0: Somebody somebody says, does it radiate evil and mischief? And then they do a good shot with Eric and Tinker in the mirror. Does it radiates (laughs) evil and mischief? And I just thought it was very, very sweet.
2: And the the reason that Monica thinks she might have been seeing sailors, so the rumour is that it was from a French ship, which was wrecked off the Scilly Isles in the 18th century. And then they do think... They think maybe it's French... Louis
1: Kahn's is what... I still her. feel like they could have made more of that, though, because there are other episodes where they, where you sort of get flashes. You know, even like the one when he was in the war and he chipped off Thingamy's nose. Yeah. It, you know, was you get sl- episodes, it was quite fleshed out. Mussolini.
0: Yeah, you normally get well.
1: episodes where you see kind of flashbacks or, or something slightly supernatural. And you're right, yeah.
0: Lovejoy really is being treated as the middleman, because even Tink says, oh, I yeah. don't know very much about mirrors why have i written down well he gives him loads of info about mirrors and then
1: says i don't really know a lot about mirrors
2: well he understands the
1: symbolism of the the carvings doesn't he always
2: you know he talks i say about the the eye and then the fact that it's louis cans and...
0: i would i would like to say i made a very um pertinent point in my notes of this thing i said oh like when you sit shiva if you're jewish when you sit shiva you oh, cover yeah, up your mirrors someone, the um so and then
2: also so love to have got to sell this mirror but also i guess with the money get a replacement, because she wants a mirror, obviously, in her dance studio. Um, but he's, she's Miss Robiette says to Lovejoy, oh yes, and I want Monica to help you choose it. And it's not entirely clear at this <laughs> Lucky point. Lucky old Lovejoy. It's not really clear if she's serious. At that point, I was like, is she serious? Does she really want Lovejoy to take this, like, you know, precocious 11-year-old, or however old she's meant to be, to the To Smallman Smith's shop. For me,
1: this is what really, I know we we don't come to it until later, but this is for me what really dated the episode because I know they end up in a car much later on, Mm. spoiler alert, with uh, her driver. But you would never get these two, like, random random blokes, childless blokes, taking a young girl (laughs) shopping for a mirror. (laughs) For a mi- I mean everything about it is
0: Who they've met at a dance class where she's in her like little leotard leaping about. Yeah.
1: Honestly, officer, I just met her at a dance class. Oh, yeah, she was... <laughs> we're just going mirror shopping. <laughs> Nothing to see well, here. actually, like
2: actually funnily enough though, because at the beginning when they were at the dance class and, and Eric so Love Joy and Jay and dancing in the hallway, Eric and Tinker were loitering outside. And Eric's looking through the window, and Tinker does say to him, "You can get arrested for that." Oh yes, he does actually. <laughs> I wrote that down. I thought that was.
0: Yeah. A but I think that was just—it was her. a good setup for the joke because then Eric says to Tinker, "Well, you could get arrested for that because he's doing some random ballet moves out on the lawn." <laughs> yeah. oh, yes, he is. <laughs> it, Tinker and Eric were great in this. Oh, all they were all great. Them. This
1: reminded me though of when we did the interview, and he said how much fun it was to yeah. work on this show, and I bet this one was one that was particularly yeah. fun. There
0: were bits where I was like. Are you giggling for real? Yes, yes, I thought that as well. And it must have
1: been easy to act because they must have been having fun in real life.
0: And I suppose what happens in this episode is something that actually is affecting them in work as well. Yes, in real, real life. We, we, but we can talk about that when we, yes, when we get yes, into yes. it. Because, so Jane's not here at this point. Yeah,
2: so she's there in the beginning when they're at the dance class then. Before they, yeah, she has to dash off to to do something. So later on, Eric Tinker and Lovejoy go to Felsham Hall to
1: see her. But she's... We're deliberately kept in, t- in suspense as is Lovejoy. Yeah, and he's, yeah. Interesting.
0: he's fuming about it. I don't know why he is so bothered about where she is when he has randomly gone off for well, to weeks Spain, at a time. For, to Spain, didn't he? Yeah, at yeah. some point,
1: for ages. Because yeah, she thought he was dead. And prison. Oh, um, I mean, that to be fair, that wasn't entirely his fault, but, but the space, running off to Spain without telling anybody, she was right miffed with him when he came back. So Tinker and Lovejoy go into the Fashion Hall trying to find Lady Jane, it's, and it's all
2: like, the doors are open, everything's open, so they're like, well, she must be here, but they can't see her, and that's when Tinker starts saying, oh, maybe she's got a gentleman caller. L'amour, oh, yes. l'amour dans l'après-midi.
1: <laughs> I yes, I wrote that down. <laughs> Lamour, Don Lappin. Do you know what that means, Sam?
0: Uh I I do intimately, yes. Oh, yes.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> what I quite enjoyed was that Lovejoy said he's not against it, but it's a working day. <laughs> <laughs> that absolutely cracks me up. I was well, like, well, you know, yeah, if you're at work, probably. Anyway, they, they,
2: can't, they, yeah, they can't find her, and then she's not there, and then they go outside and Eric and they see do they, see, do they see her driving off? And then
1: and they
0: say to Eric... I think they see her... Oh, they hear the ranger yeah. or whatever it is from in the house and
1: they come out. And oh, it... because now this is another of the premonitions, right? You, again, Series 6, Episode 1. This is a premonition, to, a premonition to Series 6, Episode 1 because he goes into the house and he bangs the gong.
0: No way! And... So he's he bangs the gong when he goes in this time to try and get yeah. Jane from whatever... She's yeah, doing... he goes in
1: and bangs the gong and then realises that she's scarpered because t- Tinker, I think, or is it Tinker or Eric who teases him and said, oh, you could hear that gong, you know. He said maybe she didn't hear the gong. Oh yeah, and and Eric said, says I can could hear, hear the gong. it. My
0: well, series exactly. six,
1: episode one opens with him banging a massive gong. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> and uh, at that point, it's uh, Charlotte who's gone off with a gentleman caller. So premonitions mm. galore, oh, everybody. I blame the mirror. I blame the mirror that they break later on. But so basically, they managed to get out of Eric that they see,
2: he saw Lady Jane drive off with some bloke in the passenger seat. So we're now like, oh, oh yeah, because he thinks to, he only thinks to mention that as an afterthought, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think he, he quite, quite looked... likes.
0: Yeah, I agree
2: with Helen. He likes having the power of knowing something that they don't. Yeah, because so he makes like, him the cleverest. Because he, he says it, and then they were like, why aren't you saying? He's like, well, you never asked. Yeah, but he still yeah, tells them, even though they didn't ask. So, like, yeah. he, he wants them to know that he knows. Yeah, so that's all very that's mysterious. True. And then we go to Mr. Smallman Smith's shop, and who plays Mr. Smallman Smith? <laughs> Roger Lloyd Roger Pack. Roger Lloyd Pack. Oh,
0: Radar trained,
2: or as I just wrote, trigger exclamation <laughs> mark so his first name is EJ, so he's called yeah. EJ Smallman Smith. So yeah, so trigger, and and, a, and there's a woman in his shop looking at mirrors, and I feel like we've seen her before.
1: But if she, you just... know, I thought that, and I was like, I, I thought she was going to be key to the. I mean, mm. she was key to she the was plot, kind I of, suppose, yeah. but I thought she was linked to the other plot, and she wasn't particularly yeah. Mrs. Mm. Mrs. Hunt.
0: Was that yeah, her
1: name? I think she's just meant to be a generic, shallow, rich person, but she
0: was quite <laughs> likeable. She was quite likeable. She, she was he was so at...
1: disdainful about her. He
0: was disdainful yeah. about everything, though, wasn't so he? So she at... was,
1: that is true. She's looking at a toilet mirror. Oh,
2: yes.
0: Which the mirror. mirror where you do your toilet. Your
2: toilet, yes, in, in which you do your toilet.
0: Yeah, sorry, a mirror in which so, you do your...
2: Do your toilet, your and, ablutions. Yeah. Ablutions. So she's looking at this mirror and it's got original glass in it. So it's kind of all hazy and, you know, cloudy. And Swarmer Smith is trying to say, well, that's the charm that, you know, you're looking into the same glass that some 18th century lady would have looked into. And it's original. She's, she's not in it for charm. She's in it for a mirror. But she's now, like, what I'm, good is I'm it? Just... Unless you're a blind person. What, what, why would you want a mirror that you can't see yourself I'm in? I'm just
0: going to say, and I, I am quite a rational person, really. Honestly, I am. But I would never buy a mirror or a box uh, second hand because it might be it might be haunted I kind of really <laughs> think that when he said you know you can, you can think about the other people who've looked in it I'd be like well I could never bloody use that mirror then because every time I looked in it I'd be like thinking of that They would really there's creep an, oh, me out there's an interesting thinking, thing later
2: on about that isn't there which we'll come to but about like about that Is it, mm. yeah but so so then Lovejoy decides to like seize an opportunity here and decides to kind of try and seduce Mrs. Hunt into buying the mirror, like literally seduce her, like full on lays on the like. But it's really not because I mean we've already admitted to each other that we got confused about this bit. Like it's not really clear what he's trying to do. Like you feel like he's trying to kind of pull <laughs> some kind of scam or get money, yeah. but you're not really sure
0: our oh, WhatsApp How? chat is largely me saying I don't think I get this uh, hoping Polly will I'll get it and it then, out, then but Polly I... going I think it's this is that right Helen and then Helen going oh, I, I don't, don't know no
1: don't ask me <laughs> I, I think it's right but I don't know if we want to do the whole thing now because it kind of unfolds Yeah, well, so we'll just, you, so you've got to meet people first you've got to meet the other um, exactly. characters really so, don't you so basically Lovejoy says look what we can do then if you love this mirror is
2: we can I know, I know a guy Roderick Frew who then says oh is he made up and I
1: really thought he was made up but yeah. he's." really Roderick Frew. So Roderick Frew, I know my mate Roderick Frew. Did anybody mm. look him up, by the way? Because I was trying to measure uh, to remember what he'd been in. No. No. Um, he was in Flash Gordon. Oh. But he but I remember him from and <laughs> he was in Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Oh. No uh, way! In the 1989, which I'm sure we've referenced the Chronicles of Narnia, we the have. TV BBC adaptation before. And he was the I don't know what he was the the sort of um captain on the boat. Mm. Oh, he who was, always had the little rat following him around. Yeah, he
0: was. Uh, okay, that was sorry. It wasn't Rupert the mouse.
1: Mouse was he? he was a, a very big I, mouse.
0: He, well, yes, he was a big mouse, but I just uh, for some reason I felt very proprietary of him I'm sorry and was yes, annoyed right. that you called him a rat. I have offended I'm a forty year everyone. old woman.
1: <laughs> yes i'm sorry you? everybody reaper cheap i offer my sincerest <laughs> apologies Stop. reaper cheap was indeed a mouse and also not real but carry on yeah so so lingerie so... says to mrs hunt like oh i you
2: know you can buy this mirror but i'll replace the i'll get my friend Roderick through to replace the glass and then you can have it with the with new glass in it and she agrees to that and so they sell it to her um and then in the in meanwhile small smith is looking at the evil eye mirror And he's sort of doing that whole thing. It was a bit hammy of like, oh, could it be? Oh, no. Oh, it's too much to hope for. But it it (laughs) could be. And they're like, what, what? And he's like, oh, no, I don't want to say anything until I'm sure. So basically we think, oh, it could be, basically, it could be worth something, but we don't know. Um, So then they take the toilet mirror down to the harbour,
1: the port somewhere. Yeah,
0: some sort of boatyard somewhere, isn't it? To uh, to Roderick shed in a
1: boatyard, isn't it? This reminded um, me of. this. I went all the way back in my head to episode one of series yes. one. Yes. Yes. I thought of that There's as well. There's
0: something a bit dingy about a boatyard, isn't there? There is. There it absolutely is. is. Um, can I just say we've missed the bit where Lovejoy confronts Jane about her avoiding him? Yes. that's just after they leave the shop, but before they go to the boatyard. Yes. Um, this is true. And she, she
2: agrees to see him the next day and kind of have a talk. He, so you're thinking, what does she want to tell him?
0: He, he is kind of so like, you have to tell me. And I'm. And I'm It was slightly putting me off. I was like, I know that you work together, but there's plenty of stuff you haven't told her. So give her a break. Like, Uh, come on. I
1: was so torn. I kept flitting from one to the other Mm. with this. And um, they also, I have to say that there's a lot of very sad music in here.
0: I'd noted the music right at the end. I think I've written the music in this is incredible. Really well done. It is very much building up to. I mean, you know
1: something is wrong, and you know. I mean, the trouble is, I remember watching this and crying even years and years and years ago. But you know something is. What my grand would say? Oh, there's something omnius going on. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's an omnius episode. Isn't it's they? an omnius episode. Yeah. An omnius mirror. And an yeah. omnious, because I think we all just naturally, as not naturally, that's not right. Culturally, we associate mirrors with something a bit spooky and like breaking a mirror is bad luck and all that kind of thing it's it's already in your head it's a it's a there really a, good antique to use i suppose a terrifying
1: for this a terrifying version of snow white a film years and years ago the original I mean, film
0: sorry the original story is the really, original story
1: uh, is terrifying and this was based more on that and it had vanessa redgrave in it and it was so frightening
0: it's and I used to have terrifying. nightmares about
1: it because at the end, she she died at the end, Ooh. and the, but the the mirror was so creepy. I'll see if I can find it because it was the most t- horrific thing. God, yeah. look it
0: up. Fairy tales
1: are. Uh... Um, it was absolutely 1984, and it was she was the queen, and she was utterly and absolutely terrifying. And at the end, she basically twirled herself to death in Ooh. front of this mirror. And it was oh, I can absolutely and utterly horrific. And the mirror in it was, oh my God, I'm going to, I'll find it and I'll send it to you later on. <laughs> I can't even was watch so it. It's so frightening. <laughs> I want to watch it. Um, so, so the
0: boatyard so, and Moddy. So we go to
2: see Roderick Frew, who lives on a boat, and he's a reformed boozer with an
0: eye patch. Is, oh, yes. Is he Irish? Yes. Yeah. Because I've, yeah. I've, I've written, meet a booze hound who appears to be Irish, that's all I've written, and then I've written yes. typical <laughs> in a mood, but maybe he just was Irish, I don't know.
2: I think he just was, and also he is a reformed boozer, he's now drinking milk instead, and what you realise, which I know we know this, but I kind of did bring home to me, because it's sort of saying, oh yeah, he's a reformed boozer, and Tink's like, oh whatever, I need a drink, and like swigs out of his hip flask, and I'm like, oh my god, but Tinker is an actual alcoholic, yeah, and I know we know this, but like, I d- it's kind of treated almost quite lightheartedly, and I wonder if it would be done like that now.
0: I don't think like, it would be done like that now.
2: So they've gone so they've gone to see Roderick, and I think basically because he's the expert in yeah, mirror like glass, working with glass and mirrors. So he says, Yep, I'll do what you want. So I'll put a new some new glass in this old mirror, the toilet mirror for Mrs. Hunt. And then what I want you guys to do is go and find me another mirror so I can put the old this old 18th century glass into that so they have to go and find a mirror that's the same size this basically. is a bit
0: this is the first bit actually where Eric had the giggles because he said oh I'll change the glass but the lady gets to keep her drawers
1: oh yes
0: was just, just giggling and it made me really giggly
1: yeah that was it that was it it was oh. the start of... Hello. Is this the point where they come up with the scam? Because actually, it is quite a good scam, which I suss later on. Well, is it just that they put the old glass into a mirror to say yeah oh, it's really they keep old. putting the old glass in and i think it's got a double purpose because they're putting the old glass in which makes it look makes mirrors look older and more exotic if you like than they are but no one wants a mirror that you can't see because what's the bloody point and they go oh my god look at that oh what yeah. a shame the glass is so frosty but it must be really old oh so i'll get the really old mirror but I could do with being able to look at it, and then somebody steps in and says, oh, I know this person who can put some proper glass in it. So the old glass is going in, taken out, going in, taken out, going in, taken out. Yeah, yeah. It, kind of make, it does make more sense, actually. because finally making sense. Charge
2: more. Cause, so presumably the, the old mirrors that, got, that you can see and have already had the glass replaced, so this is kind of like taking them back to that, then people will pay a premium mm. for this old mirror and old glass and probably pay, pay something to actually get the replacement work done. So pay pay like extra,
1: and mm. yeah, that makes sense. Okay. That's the idea. So they, um, then they're getting two cuts really because she's paying twice. She's yeah. a, a, every idiot to every we saw you coming who comes in they get um they get a mirror and uh, they pay for the mirror and then they pay for the mirror to be uh you know restored. Maybe
0: and comes, he yeah. gets
1: a cut of both of it, and Roger Lloyd Pack gets cut of both of it. Basically,
2: everyone's makes a winner. Sense, yeah, so. So this is kind of what they're doing with the mirrors and then um, this was so they're right we've got to find a mirror but before they go and actually look for a mirror Tink and Eric to go to the pub of course, of, well they haven't, they haven't and, been um, yet discuss, this episode so exactly <laughs> yeah. and they go to discuss Roderick Frew and they decide well, why is he wearing that eye patch and they decide it's to attract the ladies
0: I mean, that's the immediate conclusion though? you would jump to, isn't it? Why is that person or wearing that? find eye out patch? why later.
2: Maybe and they're then, short-sighted please.
0: in one eye. Maybe they haven't it's got also post, eye. It's also post-New Romantics,
1: so it's not exactly that it's trendy. <laughs> He's a massive Adamant fan. <laughs> wearing,
2: it to get into that, wearing it to get into that club. What was that club that all the New Romantics used to go to? Re- Rebel or no, it was, whatever it was called. That club that they all used to go to and you oh, had to get dressed up. yeah, yeah. Up. Um, so, but Lovejoy declines to go to the pub with him and instead decides to be an, a weird
0: stalker. This is and... so odd. I've written, what the hell? Why is Lovejoy literally, underlined, stalking Jane, but with jaunty music? So we don't think it's too stalkery. It's a bit more. Yes, so goes... <laughs> what the hell? No, go on.
1: I was going to say, is it because of almost that sixth sense he knows that there's something wrong rather than just that... She's hiding something. And then doesn't hmm. later on, Alexander makes that comment of, oh, pity you're not a divvy of people. And I think, but he is. Yeah. Hmm. I, d- I mean, I don't know. Well, if- well, but she is going to tell, like, she
2: is going to tell, she's never going to not tell him. So, like, anyway, yeah, he, he stalkily goes to Felsham Hall at night to sort of look in the window. Sees... I like the idea of doing something stalkily. Yeah. Sees Jane it's having creepy. a nice candlelit dinner with a glass of wine, but she can't. He can't see who she's having dinner with, and then he sets the alarm off and has to scuttle off.
0: Um, and then we we go back to the pub, and uh, I think it's Tinker says, or maybe it's Eric says, "Do you think mirrors have sim, sim- oh, I can't read it Symbology. out. Symbolical significance. <laughs> Symbolical significance. I was like, yes, I think they do." And, but is this what they're oh, talking about? Can, yeah, can value be added to a mirror if it's seen someone famous? Yeah, that's yeah. quite an interesting.
2: Oh, yeah, that's such a good comment. It's quite an interesting idea, isn't it? Like, if a mirror... He talks about Charles II. But, you mean, know, like, if a mirror was known mm. to be in a... If you knew that, I don't know, whoever, Isaac John Newton, Lennon. John Lennon, <laughs> Charles II, looked, if you knew that they looked in that mirror, would that mirror then have some value? Because Oh, but that I still couldn't have it in my in
0: house, it. because what if suddenly... You, what if they were suddenly there? Oh, oh no 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 no! But no mirrors, it... no boxes. Not buying You'd any totally of You totally have it in your
1: house. If you thought John Lennon would just rock up in your
0: house, <laughs> I mean, I possibly would. Yeah, that, that, that that'd would would. Weird. That might but be it, did, weird. it did
2: remind me because actually I've just listened again to the the Popmobilia episode that we you know and um, it that I I reckon you because the thing about you know George Harrison's toast and his mm. floor plan of his. <laughs> bedroom and stuff like people if you said this mirror was looked it was in the recording studio when the Beatles were recording people would oh people would people yeah. that would give value to it so I think
0: yeah. it was an interesting conversation
2: do you know about the box? they were box? pissed it was a pissed conversation which yeah. I loved it was great
0: do you know about the Dibbuk box I'll put a link in the show notes I won't I won't no. go on about it but it's uh this guy who bought a box in a second hand shop and then he just all sorts of manner of disaster rained upon him a bit like this mirror it put me in mind of that um yeah i feel like it's the universe telling me to not buy second hand furniture <laughs> i've even written in capital letters let's talk about mirrors yeah
2: <laughs> can so it then... be
0: actively malevolent as eric and monica believe but we said earlier i don't think eric really it, it, that seemed a bit that wasn't quite right that eric would believe that because he doesn't believe in all that nonsense no i think he just
2: liked the he thought it was quite fun mm. you know but then so then we go to the next day where and um, is going to his appointed um meeting with jane and as he's pulling up to Felsham hall he who does he see leave as <laughs> as Emma wrote down, Alexander is not in HK, which are my initials. Which I so I
1: don't like it when people say <laughs> that. <laughs> so she wrote that. I just wrote, I'd forgotten what a shit Alexander is. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking quite puffy. Yeah, he, he
0: looked like um, he didn't look
2: well. Yeah, which is which is understandable considering. So basically, largely, like, sees Alex leaving, and they have a bit of a chat. Obviously, not that friendly, but he does say Alex does say to Lovejoy, "I just come back to settle a business matter." You know, we are still getting divorced, and um, anyway, he drives off. And
1: I love the idea that actually, in his mind, completely fucking his wife's life is a mm. business matter. The other thing that I've oh, I don't know if you now want to go into what has happened. Well, actually, yeah, we've so got. So basically, you can tell that now. Jane wants to tell him something. She doesn't know how to tell him. She's
0: got a good then- cardigan. She's got terrible hair. She says a Very weird 90s.
2: thing. She says a weird yeah. thing because um, Lovejoy says, "Oh, um, oh, that's who was here last night. Oh, I've just seen Alex. You know, that's who was here last night as well, and yesterday afternoon, um, having some sort of rendezvous or tryst or something." Yeah. And and Jane says to him, "Oh, I didn't know you knew such words.
0: Which like, maybe she was being tryst. Maybe she's saying that because they sound. Um, I don't know French." <laughs> <laughs> no, Trist isn't French no, though, is it? What's wrong no. with me? It's and both... also we know that he's quite educated and cultured. Yeah, like,
2: it's like, oh, I thought you were stupid. Like, anyway, it's a bit of a weird comment. Um, But yes, so what she wants to tell him basically is that Alex is financially
1: ruined.
0: Yeah. So That was the 90s,
1: guys. Do you know what's awful though? I've now written, and this is quite poignant, Jane, in one stroke... Jane becomes one of those women that she's always tried to help. Yes, hasn't yeah. she? Well, has she? she? Yes, she has. Because she says, you know, it's all now in the hands of the receivers, mm. it's out of my hands, there's nothing like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> I've <it's> written...
0: awful. <laughs> I've written, should have signed a prenup. I don't think they had prenups in the 90s, did they? Well, they're still not
2: legally binding in the, this country, so... What?
0: No. I say as though I will ever, one, get married again and... Um, to marry somebody rich because that's clearly not a thing that I like to do. Um <laughs> yeah, so he's he's lost all his money in Hong Kong making bad business decisions. So well, to be sure. fair, this is
2: 1993, so I mean yeah. it's also in the context of a lot of, of, of like, it, a, rat, a lot of it about yeah and, and to messing fair, it Alex, up. He has come all the way back from Hong Kong at a time when he's got no money. To tell
1: her. Yeah. That's not her. To be Which fair to Alex, you moron! You haven't got any money, and now you're maybe this explains I bet he didn't <laughs> go coast class either.
0: But to be fair, he couldn't email, could he? I mean, he couldn't email. True. How much would a phone call have cost? And then only for her. Well, I don't think less Jane would a, have less said than this, a plane but... ticket. Yeah, but I a think... phone call would have cost less <laughs> than a flight. But I feel like Jane would have. Actually, Jane probably wouldn't have done this, but I would. I would have said, "I can't believe you're telling me this on the phone." And you didn't, you couldn't... Get on a plane, out, yeah. you broke yeah.
2: asshole. <laughs> I would have done this. I would have been annoyed. I think it was quite... I, I think it was credit to him that he came back yeah. to tell her. Spent the last few pennies but he had. And it's his
0: childhood home that is and now then,
2: gone. Lost. And then Lovejoy, to be fair, because I was saying that, does Jane think that Lovejoy's stupid? Lovejoy doesn't act as if he's stupid by saying, oh, but... It can't affect you if yeah, Alex has made a really bad decision. He's so decisions.
0: innocent about it. He's like, but you've not done anything wrong, so why why would it affect you? I'm like, hello, my friend. Have you not like, been <laughs> in the world? <laughs> like, they're that's married. Not how this, that's not how the world works full stop. Just because you're a good person doesn't mean bad things aren't going to happen to you. And also, like, they're oh, married. It's, sure. his I mean, no, no, it it's his family home.
2: It's his family home, his childhood home. They're married to each other. Like, of course it's good.
0: Anyway. Yeah.
2: Anyway... So, that, so that's what's yeah. happening with Jane. So that's the big news that she's got. So it's not... She's not getting married to someone else or something like that. So, okay. Um, and then we go back to Tink and Eric on their mirror mission. Um, and so <laughs> Eric's been going to all these shops trying to find the mirror the exact right size. Tink has just gone to, to his auntie's dressing table.
0: And, and taken it. And taken it. Yeah. And left her a billet doux. I Right, Helen, what is a B.A. do? Because I think I thought it was something very different. Because I don't know why Tink would be giving it to his aunt if it's what I well, thought lit- it was. Well, literally,
2: it means like, you know, uh, like soft ticket. So, like, it's like basically telling her that he's taken it. So, basically, okay. instead of giving money, giving a note saying. I, I thought, thought it was like a love letter. letter. That makes
0: no sense. Like, I, yeah. I can actually translate for it. I don't know why I thought it was a love letter. What am I thinking of? I don't know, don't know. But anyway, they've
2: got a mirror now that they can, you know, do the whole swaparoo thing with. Um, and then, and then this is where Monica, Monica Wainwright, the spoilt little girl, comes, comes back. back we'd almost forgotten about her. <laughs> at this point. Yeah, yeah, and then here she is. And because we heard all the revelations about Jane, and we we're all like, oh, and then suddenly there's a spoilt little brat oh she was
1: vile as well she's very like she was caricature. so dislikable mm.
0: yeah but she's only a child so all she's doing is reflecting the adults around her really i yeah. oh, and, and that know makes it better. more depressing in a way yeah i mean so, monica is here entitled eric has a lovely jumper and knows his place that might
1: explain why i'm so attracted
0: to him i <laughs> thought
2: tink was made for it as well so they basically they, they go with monica in her chauffeur driven car to go and look at mirrors and Tink is just made for it. He's like, so madame, where should we go to first? You know, yeah. So, so yeah. Oh yes. Um and they go to it's charming her, isn't he? Trying to charm but her. Really stupidly, again, I feel like I said the word stupidly a lot. They take her <laughs> they take her to Smallman Smith's shop, because obviously it's a mirror shop, so fine it makes sense. But like, what is There's there <laughs> but the evil eye mirror that she's absolutely terrified of? So, so she sees there, it, yeah. screams and runs out and it's game over.
0: Um, but it's all right because then she sees some bin men carrying a mirror and wants that one.
1: That was bizarre, and I would also say that in a way was a sort of summed up her entitlement of it wasn't in a shop, it wasn't an official mirror they were looking at. She just went, "Oh, I want that." I didn't even think of that. And she
2: said, didn't she? Like she saw these. She like, said, say, I must have it. Two bin men walking down the street with it. And she's like, go and get it for me. Get it this for They, she, Yeah, they see these two blokes. They're taking the mirror to the dump. So obviously Tink and Erica are like, well, I'll give you 50 quid for it. Then they say, oh, you know, can you deliver it to Roderick Frew down at the docks and give you another 20 quid? And they're like, OK, then. And then they just go. So it's like very trusting that these guys that are actually going to take it.
0: To the... <laughs> yes, I thought that. There's no. Like... Well, I'm sorry, but if you can't trust a bin man, who can you trust? That's what I think. If you can't trust a waste operative... So, so so then yeah, Love Do you know what? Eve... I think we all pause then because we know what we're gonna have to talk about.
1: I know. Mm. Oh so, I'm the psychiatrist be did have a field day. Yeah, Lovejoy
2: yeah. tells Tinker and Eric about Lady Jane's predicament, the fact that she's gonna have to sell oh yeah, I don't know if we really properly said so she's gonna have to sell well not she, you
0: know, she's the, not the receivers it, yeah. coming.
1: She has to She doesn't get a choice in the sell, matter, does she? She has
0: become one of those uh, women that she's
1: yeah. yeah, but sorry,
0: she, did, sell- she, did, yeah, she did say to Lovejoy, you know, this is uh, not a bad thing for me because, you know, I've got my freedom from this. And then she expands on it later on, so... How much is that the case and how
1: much is she making the best of a situation? No, I'm going
0: to talk... Yeah, anyway, go on.
1: I think it's a bit of both, but
2: yeah, so she has to... They have to sell all the contents of the Selfish Hall, sell the Hall, so she'll have to move out and lose all of that, basically. So Lovejoy tells Tinker and Eric all about this. And they're all saying, like... I don't know, one of them says, she's our employer and Felsham yeah. Hall is our lifeline. I was like, is she your employer? Is she actually Yeah, because employee?
0: don't you remember when Lovejoy buggered off and just randomly disappeared for ages, Eric and Tinker went under the to employer... Felsham Interiors. Felsham Interiors. I, so... But she's not going to lose her business because that is her business. Yeah. And she does seem to have her own office that is not in Felsham Hall. So... But yeah. it's, it's when Tinker says... The thing that was really moving about this scene is that Lovejoy was kind of saying, this thing's happened and uh, Alex has done this and whatever. And and Tinker was like, it's not a catastrophe for you because now you can do what you've always wanted to do, which is ask her to be with you. It's a catastrophe for us. We are wrecked and you are not even thinking about us. Like, that was what was so painful, that kind of friendship. Uh, Not really... Well, a misunderstanding, I suppose, or Lovejoy kind of not... But it was awful. It It was was just...
1: Everybody was hurt and you realise that everyone in this whole show is kind of waif and stray it's like so, I thought, so yeah son in
0: this scene was
1: yeah so and Tink's very upset because obviously yeah, he thinks Lovejoy will
2: ditch him and Eric for Jane at this point although why wouldn't why can't they all even if Lovejoy and Jane got together they could all still stay together working couldn't they so it's kind of mm. I mean I understand why he feels like that but it's a bit like they're all kind of they're all jumping to conclusions about what this will mean for them let's say um, but also in the midst of this, we discover—I um, don't know how you felt about this—but we discover that Eric doesn't want a wife. Oh, How, that how, how that was did you fine. feel about that?
0: <laughs> he said, "Don't want to move to Bermuda." This I don't is want why a wife. she cried. Nothing like, to do with Lady Jane oh, Grey. Doesn't him.
1: want a wife. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: but I don't want—I don't want to. I wouldn't. I don't think I would like Eric if he was the sort of person who did want <clears> a wife. Like I like that he's yeah. got his bike and. Likes making well, I don't know if he likes fixing furniture, but he's also not a real person. I mean, there is the that, but don't spoil F- it. Fictional, <laughs> fictional.
1: <laughs> but um,
0: um so yeah, Eric, he's a free spirit. So yeah, isn't
2: so, I love him. So yeah, the and then <laughs> Eric is at Rod's boat watching him do stuff with mirrors. I think they then that's what they go to see that the mirror that's. Monica, is selected from the
1: bin men, has been delivered. And <laughs> selected from the bin Rod, men implies that they had a whole row of them. And, like, madam, would you like this mirror covered in bin juice, or would you like this mirror? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, he said, So Eric just asks Rod, like, "What's the deal with the eye patch?" He says. What's the deal sexually? Yeah,
0: wasn't that a weird thing to say? I mean, I think it wasn't... It wouldn't have been weird (laughs) if, if, as we've mentioned in the past... Wait. It wouldn't have been weird if, as we've mentioned in the past, it was like a 20-year-old actor. Because you can kind of imagine someone in their early 20s going, oh, is it because of sex? Like, why is it, man? Why do you do it? Because it looks kind of weird. But do the women really love it? Like, you can kind of imagine someone asking that. But as he's, like, a 36-year-old man, it's just a bit odd.
2: I mean, and it kind of makes sense in the context that, like, obviously him and Tink have already had the conversation in the pub where they've decided between themselves that it's to get the ladies but yeah, Roderick so a man would have... they've had that conversation. And so... it's a
0: bit down on men, isn't it? Like, your own only motivation for doing a thing is so you can have sex. <laughs> yeah. And
2: Come apparently, basically, he explains, yeah, it is to get women. And it's because every time... Because he... we find out, don't we, that he's had, like, five wives or something. Mm. And every time he left one of his wives, they'd give him a black eye. So he'd go around with an eye patch. And so that became, like, his trademark. <laughs> this is my thing. Women. Getting punched in the eye is my thing. So, so yeah. So we have this slightly weird story about why he's wearing the eye patch, and then they start to about the mirror. So the, I don't know if we've mentioned, but the mirror that the mirror that Monica's chosen from the men, it, it's got a black frame, and they talk about how mm. yeah, often mirrors were painted black.
0: Yeah, this is morning. the bit where I was like, no, they fucking weren't. They were covered in black. They were covered with a cloth or something. They'd kind of moved it to fit with the plot. Did anyone, just, did any of us think to look it black. up though? Has anyone looked this up? I looked it up, yeah, I looked it up. You did? actually did, <laughs> you did some research. I'm disappointed <laughs> in you. I did look it up because, <laughs> but the reason is because I'd already thought, well, people turn mirrors round, don't they, in morning, like mm. uh, way at the start of the episode, people turn mirrors round. If you sit Shiva, you cover your mirror. And it's because when you're grieving, you're not supposed, to, uh, not that you're not supposed, you probably don't, um, Says me as so though I've never grieved for anything, but you don't. You don't. Um, you shouldn't be prioritising your personal appearance. Yeah. So that—that's why but, the mirror um, is not there.
2: And um, so yeah, so we so we
1: find out why it's black, but then that's kind of just what she's chosen. Do you think she's a goth in waiting, this kid? Do you think she's going to really disappoint your yeah, incredibly middle class parents that. in about four years' time? <laughs> yeah. Because the
2: mirror is very boring place. Yeah, no, it's not. It's
0: just big. it's just literally it?
2: a big square mirror or rectangular mirror with a black frame like it's Which nothing... to be
0: fair would be very useful for a dance class. Yeah. It's not it's
2: perfectly functional. Um so in the meantime Tink has taken the news about Jane quite badly. Oh and, we should have said
0: um, Roddy thinks the black frame of the mirror, the black it's been painted black and it might be covering something up, a signature or Yes, it might be worth
2: money. Yeah, Yeah. that's not important. And that's why it's it's like so irrelevant. As in, you know, that nothing comes of it. But
0: but don't they start taking off the black paint and they take it all off? I thought that was part of what happened. Yes, they do because they have to repaint it later. Well,
1: no, that's because they break it. I thought they. I thought that they took the paint back because later on the kid says uh, that Mrs. What's her name? It's her
0: favourite colour. Yeah, it says
1: oh she loves the mirror, and they say oh marvellous, and she loves that it's black, and they go oh bollocks. Yes, but that's because it's broke. They've broken it. Oh, so, I thought
0: they broke it when he was repainting it black.
2: I've just no, I've just got mixed no, up. no. They break the original one that she's chosen. And they get another one, thinking I don't know why. I, well, how come, I don't know why they think she won't notice that it's a different mirror anyway. But then they have That's to paint it, they it have black. To paint to look it, yes, okay. Like yeah. the one that she's
0: yeah. broken.
2: So they don't. Well, they might. They might strip the black paint, but then it doesn't matter if they break it anyway. Do mm. you see what I mean?
0: Anyway, so and I of, think one, once again, I'm just putting us off talking about the next scene because yeah. like, this so, is the scene where I cry. As I was saying, T-
2: Tinker has taken it badly about Jane, so he turns up the Felsham Hall. A little bit
0: worse for wear. The worst
2: for wear. <laughs> little bit,
1: yeah. Tired and, Tired and emotional. Tired and emotional.
2: Yeah. He's brought her some flowers. He's got a little bunch of like flowers that he's picked in his hand, and he just like falls down the steps, drunk. And it was
1: very yeah, sad. That's all we but see, again, really. it was sort of designed to be. This was the very epitome of sort of tragedy comedy, because it was it was meant to be funny. But it was so sad at the same time, like, really tragic when he fell over and she kind of went, oh, Tinker," and she it rushes was, to... it. Was it was really sad.
0: Incredibly sad. Aww. So, yes, so then we, so you... we, we go to Felsher when the receivers are in. Yeah, and it's really weird because, like, obviously,
2: I mean, I... so Jane basically just wants to let the receivers do their work and go and value everything. She's not... She just wants to leave them to it. And I kind of understand that in one way, she just wants it over with. But... On the other hand, you know, why wouldn't she want to get the best price for all this stuff? Because presumably, they are I mean, they're still married, so she's going to get...
0: Yeah, she's going to get some of it, isn't she? I mean,
2: probably half, because they're still married, if not some proportion. So, she, she's... And Lovejoy's kind of going and saying, oh, you know, this this is worth more than he's valued it for and things. And she's really against him doing that. And I, I understand on a superficial level why, but it just seems like shooting herself in the foot a little bit, because...
1: Yeah, yeah she's gonna need that money. i was thinking what is she gonna live on unless she's got money squirreled away somewhere which she might well do because i mean she's quite posh though isn't she she she's probably yeah got... but
2: she needs i mean she needs this money so why try and not she to... said before i yeah, need she... the
1: money when when he's you know not yeah. not paid yeah. her for things and and then i love the fact by the way when he says what are you going to do now and she's basically going to go off and have a gap year <laughs> yeah
0: She's like, I can go to Europe, I can go to the US. Basically, what she's doing is doing what you've done, Lovejoy. Yeah, yeah you've been off to doing Spain. Doing what you have done. So she's, why
2: she's... are you so pissed off about it? So she's saying, like, um, you know, because Lovejoy's saying, well, you miss the house. And she's saying, well, Alexander will miss it because it's, like, his family home, his childhood home. He grew up here. Mm. But actually, and she kind of reiterates what she already said, which is, I just feel free now not having to, like... Which you can imagine, because the upkeep of like this big house and the land and the tenants and the everything mm. that goes with it. Actually, she's not going to have to worry about that and any of that anymore. So actually, you can kind of understand that.
0: And but she then... also says, you know, she's kept him trapped in a way because he's sort of tied to her and the house. And so are Eric and Tinker and now with that gone. Well, he kind of stays tied to, to it. I mean, again,
1: I'm not going to fit into the next episode because mm. I know you guys haven't watched it. Sort of recently, what I know, or have <laughs> hey. you watched the next one?
0: No, I'm I excited.
1: know the ne- th- this episode and the next one intimately because it marks that transition. Mm. But I'm going to leave it in that case because the Ooh. next house falls into familiar ownership. I am just going to leave it at that. I don't know whether you'll be pleased or horrified by the next episode. I will just but, um, oh,
0: that I makes be... me guess who it is. Uh, though.
1: Must be Charlie Gilbert. <laughs> yeah. Um So,
2: but it's really weird because they have this really weird conversation, which does end with her talking about her gap year, but starts off. They're sort of talking about Lovejoy and Jane are sort of talking about
1: moving in together and getting married. He jokes it with her, doesn't bit... he? He joked with her, aren't you going to well, propose I mean, to me? And they have this sort of funny joke yeah. question mark. Like, I mean. You know, like, they're
0: kind of but talking we've all about got, it. But we've all got people that we would just get married to if we got stuff. Do we? I mean, but it's kind of... Don't we? I've got, like, I mean, three. I've got an actual...
1: you? I've got an actual husband. <laughs> and I am married. I, I've got an actual husband. He's all right. You know,
2: he's... Um, um I don't have any plans to get married to anyone. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so it's really bizarre because they, 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 I mean, they're kind of doing it in a light-hearted way, but not really. They're talking about, like... Literally, like, well, what if you, I propose to you? What if you propose to me? What if we mm. did move in together? Well, she says... They say about moving in together, then Lady Jane says, well, I wouldn't want to live in sin. So it's like, okay, we'll have to yes. get married.
0: Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Talk, and
2: She's suddenly very pretty. And, it seem, and, she, and really,
0: maybe she meant more like, I don't want to live with you. Yeah.
2: But they talk about that literally as if that might happen. And then she says... Well, actually, Lovejoy, time's up for us. That
0: was awful. And I gonna,
2: actually thought she was a bit I, But it's mean. very abruptly.
0: I mean, I already was crying yeah. by this point, but that kind of ramped it up a but bit for me. Like, because you do get to that point in your relationship with people where you're like, Do you know what? It was this, oh, but now it's something different. But, and just but, because it's not different for you doesn't mean that it's not different. I thought she was mean. for me. I this bit was hard. It was just very odd. I don't to think go, she was me. To go I literally she from was,
2: saying To go literally from saying we might get married to saying time's up for us. Time's up. It's very abrupt. It just—it's a very odd conversation. And I I suppose that
0: it's a lot different. It was different in the nineties, wasn't it? Because your time literally kind of would be up, especially if she went to Europe and the US. He might not speak to her in person. Yes, you
1: know.
0: Yeah, you know. I I love how she does say. No Zoom.
2: She does say, "I'll start a new life in Europe, and then maybe the states."
0: Mm. And I wrote,
2: "Could she be any more vague?" Mm.
0: (laughs) Maybe she doesn't know enough because point. he came round to her house in the middle of the freaking night to see who she was having dinner with. She doesn't want to tell him where she's going. She's like, "I'm going. Goodbye." And, she, <laughs> and
2: obviously, I mean, we should mention it's a small point, but both Alexander and Jane are both like, "We know it was you creeping around outside, you weirdo." You know, and, there's, and then there's, in the garden home, this chat, Lady Jane's Lady looking very pale. She is.
0: She was, it's partly because she was wearing a black jacket. I thought she was actually wearing a black dress, but it wasn't. It was a black jacket, grey skirt, black tights and shoes. It's like she was at a funeral. I thought it was a yeah. very nice bit of costume for that And scene. to be
2: fair, we know it's winter because later on it's like 6pm and it's dark. Oh Yeah, yeah. So, and
0: also when, when, when Tinker and Lovejoy were um, talking at the boatyard, you could see their breath.
2: Yeah. So yeah, and they just sort of. She tries to explain herself. So she's there looking pale, and she just sort of says, because I think Lovejoy says something like, "Oh, we had some good times," and she said, "Yes, but they were just good times."
0: Yeah. No. She's trying to say
2: like, "You're going to be free as well." But I mean, it was awful. I don't know if I'm just, I don't know if I'm just being really like, sort of overly romantic or just naive or something. But like, nothing is really. I know they're just, they're very close and they obviously have feelings for each other. I think
0: they did have sex, like, once, right? Yeah, we yeah. think they probably or have Or possibly right? more than what I don't mean, like, one yeah. singular time. I mean, there was a part was of a their point. lives where they yeah, were yes. having sex. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So,
2: like... Things were more why, serious
0: in the 90s.
2: Like, why have... I suppose, why is it so obvious that they shouldn't try and be together? I feel like they're both... She's like, it's so obvious that we just shouldn't be together, but... It's i'm not, not really sure no, it's i don't know i don't
0: think well, it is. i mean what the fuck was going on with mrs hunt and the mirror where he was like oh hi i'm really sexy why don't you buy a mirror i well, mean also, she probably also, doesn't want to be with somebody like that she knows him they're best friends she knows him she's like to be honest that's not the kind of person i want to be with like i like but, you you're sexy but that's not gonna work for me a, but also,
1: like, he then says to her... It would work for me.
0: He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I such just such out there. Then it would like, totally
1: work for me. Carry
2: on. But he then says to her, oh, can I just check, though, you know, there isn't anybody else is there. Yeah, like, oh, what was that? Hello, oh, look love, call. Joy, you're having flings left, right, and yeah, centre all the time. Exactly.
1: It's
2: typical Scorpio. So it is, it is double standard. <laughs> and maybe that's what... Maybe that's what, maybe why that's it would point. work. Therein
1: lies the point. Mm.
0: But, and then so he ha- looks moodily at some water.
1: I put melancholy gazing out at the harbour. There was a lot of moody shots from here until the <laughs> end. Now there was a lot of there was yeah. a lot of that going on, and
0: the, and the music was very. It was underscoring the whole thing of like
1: it, Omnious. And
2: um, Tink and Erica like railing against Alexander, aren't they? Like so they're, they're just, there as well. Yeah, they're, they're, so they're being back. Sh- oh, they they're back at the docks. Um, but yeah, so happening so basically Tink and Eric and Lovejoy are all arguing about like what's alexander done and what are they going to do and does that and it sort of upsets rod and he this is when he breaks the mirror oh yes yeah
0: he's, the black he, mirror he's, that he he's Wallach's trying doing. to do something to it and he breaks the frame i can't so, remember what uh, he's trying to do to I it i think at that point i thought he was trying to remove the black paint. Maybe, yeah, I am not but it becomes sure irrelevant now. because he breaks it. Yeah, he th- he then just throws a hammer and you're like, that's why you've got five wives, love. You're completely unstable. This was the bit, no no one little that to, to me, it.
1: that made no sense because wasn't this the bit that then Eric says, oh, well, that's it now, we've got five, uh, seven years' bad luck and you think, but you were the one who a few episodes ago was saying that you didn't believe in clairvoyance.
0: Yeah. So there wasn't yeah, a very the... much
1: consistency. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, yeah.
2: yeah. So the mirror that Monica's chosen is broken. Oh, dear. Um, and then we go back to Smallman Smith's shop and we find out more about the evil eye mirror. So he's done his research.
0: I've written here, he tells them stuff, but most of it is in French, so I need Helen. We all need he Helen. But
2: <laughs> he says something like, it's by Just Aurel Misonnier. and it was made for the vessel, the Gautier Celeste. That's what he says, yeah. So it's like an. Do you know old, it's what any of that means? What what does "juice" mean? I think it's. I think it's just the name. That I think oh. it's just the name of, of the, the person ship. That... Oh no, the
1: person.
0: No,
2: the ship was called the Gautier Celeste. Got it. Got it. Got it.
0: It's
1: like, like the Marie Celeste, but
2: that's what mm. i was just thinking. Marie, more Gautier, but not Marie, but Gautier. So it was made for this ship, which is why it was found on the ship off the Scilly Isles, and then. Basically, Smallman Smith tries to say, oh, it's worth 25 grand, but Tink's there whispering, going, it's worth 35. Um, Because
0: right at the beginning, I didn't mention this at the time, but right right at the beginning, Tink said to Lovejoy, I don't know much about mirrors, but um, if you're going to get Smallman Smith to do this, then watch him. If it's worth a penny, he'll have it off you. And Lovejoy says, no, he won't. And when Lovejoy said no, he won't. It was the sexiest thing i would ever oh, seen in my he, life. He, he was uh-huh.
2: like, uh-huh. No. He was. So he says, won't. "Oh yeah." And I was like, "Okay." It's worth it's worth twenty five grand. And Lovejoy's like, "Okay, thanks." And then just like takes it, and someone's just like, "Hang on, aren't I gonna aren't, you, aren't I gonna get to sell it and get the commission?" And it's like, "No." It's like, "But I've done all the work in finding out what it is." Oh well, see you later. Cool. I've helped you out with these. Yeah, I mean, Lovejoy helped him out with Missus Hunt. Yeah, with the mirror thing, c- conning ladies into getting the glass replaced or oh, yeah. whatever we decided they were doing. Oh, uh, so yeah, so that's they find out about this. The mirror mirrors actually worth quite a lot, but again, that doesn't matter. I felt a lot of things in this episode just happen, but they don't. They pale into insignificance. Yeah, it's more
0: like the yeah the under the, the actual over, what's that called overlaying plot the 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 big bit over the top of it was so important that it just meant nothing else.
2: Yeah, so we go back to Felsham Hall and Jane and Alex are saying a fond farewell.
0: Oh. In his house. E- I would just like to remind everybody this is his house. They do do a lovely fond farewell as well. It's yeah, very it's lovely fond.
2: and like to each other and to the house. Um, and, he ends, and then
1: Lovejoy turns up and Alex even shakes Lovejoy's hand. But you know what? Is there an element to which he shook Lovejoy's hand because there was a little bit of vitriol and satisfaction Knowing well, that Lovejoy was never going to have Jane, was going
0: to shake his hand. Yeah, I, I really felt like Alex put his hand out, as in, I've, I've won. Yeah, even though I he's did. lost everything, he'd still,
1: by won losing,
0: the fact he'd that, won. Because yeah, by yeah. losing,
1: he'd taken Jane away from him.
0: And I, I really thought that Lovejoy That's wasn't going really to shake his hand, but he did. And then that put him up in my estimation again. No, he went down in mine
1: for. So I just, I, shaking
0: his hand. Really? Yes, because
1: fa- oh, not Lovejoy's. No, no, no. Oh no, sorry, no, for Alex. Alex did because t- it yeah. was so calculated. No, Lovejoy went up in my estimation because he didn't rise to the bait.
0: Yes, he was the bigger man. He was maybe, the bigger man. I see what you
1: mean. Yes, no, but but um, but Alex, Alex was uh, true to form.
0: I felt. I've mm-hmm. also written here, Lovejoy. So what I thought was happening at this point is Lovejoy was doing some sort of switcheroo with the mirror. At he this, was. That, at this bit, I was totally lost.
2: I know. It was a bit confusing, but basically think what they decide, and actually, so I've just realised, so it does matter that the mirror, the evil eye mirror is worth a yes. lot, because what then Lovejoy decides to do is basically give it to Jane, because she needs the money. Oh because so God, that's so But yeah, also because they just need to get rid of it, because it's evil and no one wants it.
0: So, <laughs> they, So mm, that's why Eric believes in it so much, because otherwise the plot doesn't work. So basically Jane's
2: got a kind of, Jane's got obviously lots of stuff. So Jane's got a kind of similar mirror, like a similar size, gilt frame, kind of Mm -hmm. similar looking. So they swap the Evil Eye mirror for this mirror of Jane's. And so the Evil Eye mirror gets taken off with Jane's stuff to be sold. They get this other mirror um, and they're like, yeah, we'll just give this one to the ballet school. Now, I don't know how they think this is going to work because... The mirror that they take from Jane looks nothing like the mirror that Monica chose. This is the why whole I point got so the, confused. The whole point of the story was that Monica was so fussy about the mirror that she yeah. had to go personally to choose yes. it. So how on earth do they think it was going to work to have this shiny, gilt, ornate mirror instead of the plain black mirror I, I don't know how they ever thought it was going to work. Anyway, so the, at this point, Miss Robiette phones up Jane and is like, oh, Monica's really excited to get her new mirror. Black is this her favourite colour. Yes, black is, is her
1: favourite colour. Now I totally understand
0: yeah. why earlier on, Helen, you were like, but they didn't repaint that mirror black. What are you talking about? So they're repainting Jane's that, Yeah, that's the bit I was they're repainting Jane's
2: mirror. But the thing is, they weren't, gonna, they weren't going to repaint it. Now, how did they think that Monica wouldn't notice? Anyway... So they realise at that point they've got to paint Jane's mirror black. But even so, the mirrors would have looked nothing like each other. And the only explanation, I suppose, is that Monica only kind of glimpses the mirror originally, like out of the window while yeah. the guys are carrying mm, it. Mm, and she sees that it's black. Maybe she doesn't see much else. And so maybe it's she's seen the possible the yeah. the
0: But yeah. also, my memory they, they bring was a lot better black when I was... And she's
2: like, that must be it. But yeah. I mean, it's, it's a so little My memory is was a lot
0: better when I was a little girl than it is now. Like that's now, it. you could completely do that to me, and I would not. No, <laughs> but because when I was eleven, whole... absolutely not. And also, that like, they they um,
2: they decide to paint it black, but for some reason, they get Eric to do it
1: because he's good at restoring furniture. Huh? <sighs> Is mm-hmm. Yeah, okay? uh, you want a that's job? Literally, to totally job. Get... No, wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I know. No, why did <laughs> to do it? Come <laughs> on, he's, on is painted he's not going paint <laughs> mirror black and you'll end up with like the glass painted black. oh come on he's not right i'm aware he's not a real man however i feel that was a bit of a slur like he's been learning how to do this for four or five years he could definitely just paint the frame of a mirror if
2: you say so um, if you say so wow um, so,
0: well i'm Eric. going to tell you my my theory in a minute about Eric. Uh, we'll, we'll, but but once come on, again, we're still we're trying off, to. We're putting off the end. So, they do get so,
2: away with taking this black mirror to the, the one that Eric paints. They take mm-hmm. it to the dance studio, and and Monica's delighted. So, all's well that ends well with that story. Um, and then while can... they're doing this, Jane, just, Jane says a lot to her, Oh, I've just got to go finish my packing. But then. Yeah, but she oh, says, she says goodba- goodbye. She,
0: well, oh, there's a little bit. She says goodbye to Eric and uh, Tinker, obviously. And she she kisses them both. She kisses oh, Eric yeah. on the cheek, leaves a bit of lipstick, and she kisses Tinker on the cheek. Lipstick's gone. Might not seem important. I'm going to mention it in a minute though. And Eric touches the lipstick after she's gone, like, Aww. oh, look, it's on my, you know, it's on my cheek, and now it's on my hand. So she said goodbye to those two. So we know that and she's then, going. Yeah, and then we go to the pub, and you know when, and I'm sure you two have done this. Maybe not for years and years, but I know I've done it so there's no way you two mm-hmm. haven't done it. You know when you're in the pub and you really want someone to come to the pub but you're not 100% sure if they're oh, going to yeah. come? So you're just, you're sat at your table and every time someone comes in you're like, who's, the...? and you can't help yourself but look around and Lovejoy's doing that because he thinks Jane's going to come in and Eric and Tinker are kind of... Aww looking at each other across the table like well we kind of know oh, that's, oh it's doing, awful it's so. Yeah. so sad
2: and aren't they like oh and he's like oh she's she needs to be here soon she's got to because she's gonna go yeah. and, the, and they're like oh they're, they're like he's like hasn't she got to go at eight o'clock and they're like six o'clock and he's like oh from the airport they're like from harwich she's obviously getting on a boat yeah. ferry Aww. and then he realizes it so then he like dashes off to try and catch her. And this is how I realised it was winter, because if she's getting this boat at six o'clock, it's already dark.
0: Yeah, it's pitch black outside. Yes.
2: Yeah. And we see Jane, like, leaving Felsham Hall, and basically he manages to catch up with her in her taxi to the ferry, and he pulls up alongside her in the Yeah, he's park. like, pull
1: over! <laughs> and he pulls up along... She does stop. And I have to say, does anyone else feel like this whole section, that Ian McShane actually acted it so well...
0: Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Because I'd sort of I've I'd already been upset at the loss of or what I perceived as the loss of fellowship, yes. and I'd been very upset about how Lovejoy kind of hadn't realised the impact of that on Eric and Tinker and how that friendship worked. That had upset me. So by this point, I was like, Well, I'm not really upset about Lovejoy and Jane because, <sighs> I mean, come on, but he. She now, I'm not sure which way round this is, but I've written this is all power to McShane's performance. Yes, um, I think she says I'll miss you, and he says Well, I'll miss you too, mm. um, and then just looks to camera. But so only he, after she's gone, yeah. He says it. So the only time he really breaks the fourth wall in this episode is to look at us That's true, after that. He doesn't really do it. And the way he said oh, I'll miss you too to her was it was. It, I mean, boring. it was just it wasn't no. acting, was it? it? He was just saying it. It was just real, it was real. You know, she's leaving,
1: yeah. You know, it says a lot about, you found out so much in this one small scene where she says, Jane says, well, I hate goodbyes, they remind me of boarding school. And you think, actually, actually, when she says, oh, it's my chance to be free, basically. And, you know, it's the first, and maybe it is, you know, she went to school, she married the right sort of person. Mm. You know, lived. Mm. then she was Lady of the Manor and she did all these things where she was, you know, the good local citizen on all the WI, whatever it was, all the charity, local stuff, you know, on the board for this, that and the other.
0: Friends of the hospital.
1: Yes, exactly. And actually, you wonder... Suddenly she doesn't have to do it. Like I'd wrote, I've written, she's a screwed up little bunny at heart, but then I think everyone's a screwed up little bunny at heart.
0: Well, which is so interesting because for me, I was like, finally Jane gets to come into her own. She spent her entire Mm. adult life... Having to fulfil a role that perhaps, if she was true to herself, she wouldn't have chosen. So for me, it's quite uplifting that Jane was going. Even though it's sad, it was an uplifting thing that she was striking out on her own. It wasn't one of the men striking out on their own. It was her, even though the circumstances had kind of been put on her. She wasn't sort of making a choice. But, you know,
1: when she says, oh, I, I hate goodbyes. And then Lovejoy just looked absolutely broken. He just looked so broken and as the car drives off and you've got the sad music it's all very cinematic, he's got tears in his eyes. And it yeah. was a brilliant little bit of performance for a light hearted drama as, Yeah, uh, light hearted
2: drama, UK yeah. TV play, how dare you It's a beautiful framed shot of him like in the trees by in you know, the moonlight. Yeah. Sort of standing there. But she does say she's left him a note. I'd be
0: really interested to know. But I suppose the other thing is, you know, you're, you're you're acting that, but you're like, you know, this person that I've been at work with for the last mm. s- six or seven years, I'm not going to work with them anymore. And there's no Facebook, there's no LinkedIn, there's no kind of like, um, if we don't live in the same part of the country, we've got a way of being in touch. I'm sure there was a lot of very real, God, I am going to yes. miss you, because now I'm going to go from seeing you every week to seeing you, well, not every week, but every week for maybe six months. To yeah. seeing you once or twice a year. You know, oh, it, true, I, I'm actually. sure it was, there was a bit, it depends what kind of acting you, what your method is, I guess, but I can see how he could have, it was really real and it was really affecting and it did make me cry. <laughs> Even though on paper, that situation doesn't make me cry. But yeah, he does, it's, already,
2: it's a bit, you know, like he says he'll always be there and mm. they kiss. And oh, then...
0: here's my theory. So they kiss at this point. She's put her lippy back on since kissing Eric and then Tinker. But her lipstick does not come off on McShane. Or oh, rather on Lovejoy. Her lipstick does not come off on Lovejoy. This is my theory. Do you remember when Jane went away for ages and we didn't know where she was?
1: Yeah. And Lovejoy Oh yes. about And we never found out where she was.
0: And do you remember how how Eric looked at his little lipsticky fingers when he touched the lipstick on his face? I think... The one true pairing in Lovejoy is actually Eric and Lady Jane. I think that's been going on the whole time. That's my my secret. That's my secret. Uh... Nobody, nobody (laughs) agrees with me. Uh... But I will just say the lipstick did not come off on Lovejoy, but it did come off on Eric, and I think that's very telling. And that's why I choose to believe. Good for you. Okay.
2: So, So, yeah, at this point, but I was still like, I just don't get it. Like, why are they. Doing this to themselves, like, but I guess her need for freedom, like, and it's actually making a lot more sense thinking about how she hasn't been free in her life at any point, and now she is. Actually, the lure of that is much greater than the lure of lovejoy, no matter how sexy he is. I mean, he so, is sexy,
0: but he's not like a good bet, is he? No, he's not like. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to settle down with that guy.
2: That's true. <laughs> um, right. And then I just knew from the beginning of this because I knew what was going to happen at the end. I just knew you'd have like the slow, sad version of the theme tune at oh, the end.
0: It was good though! <laughs> if you
2: listened to it for long enough, it did speed up again. <laughs>
0: It I does love, at the end, yes it does, when they're doing the I credits. Was, <laughs> I was quite enjoying, now we're in the sort of mid-90s, the credits are obviously done on a computer, whereas <laughs> they weren't before, they were obviously done on like and, and so they actually looked a bit shit, they looked much worse than the credits sort of in the early 90s. They were like a weird wavy background and then this yeah.
2: tiny Yeah, experimenting GIF. with like <laughs> early Photoshop. Or, like, it was you know. cute though, like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's the end of that. So, very sad.
1: Really goodbye, Lady Jane. Sad. It a... was sad.
0: I was more sad about Felsham going than Jane. But now maybe it turns out that isn't going to go. So, I'm going to take that as a good bet. It's not going to go very far. Yeah. <sighs> Antique of the week. Well, old houses for me. Manor houses that can't be kept up. I think We mentioned it in our Q&A, didn't we? we did it's really hard to keep those places going like
2: Helen what's your antique of the week I liked the toilet mirror and I liked it the first one that Mrs Hunt wanted to buy and I liked it with the original glass um, that you couldn't see in because I like the idea that this is the same glass that I know it's all rubbish but Uh,
0: well if it was really really smoky you couldn't see the ghosts so the (laughs) same glass
2: that 18th century women have gazed into doing their toilet and I just like I just like it. I like a nice and I just like nice wood and it's beautiful. Like, did they say what kind of? It looked like it was kind of like rosewood or something. And I think nice. as
0: well, we didn't mention this, did we? But it had secret drawers in it. It did have yes. It had like drawers
2: in the bottom and then like secret drawers for, for the lady to keep her secret things.
0: In. That would that's definitely the bit that would sell it to me. Which is
1: always useful. Um. Yeah. So yes, that would be mine. Because I'm too scared of mirrors. I don't like mirrors because of that. <laughs> That Vanessa Redgrave version you know of her. I just got a vanilla red nose because that's what they called her in... Um,
0: <laughs> Is it mock and White. But can listen, I... do you think that we, now, we just look at ourselves much, much more? Like, I've just had to... Because, listeners, we're recording this in summer, so technically we're still kind of locked down, so we're still doing it on Zoom. So now we just look at ourselves... We do. Oh, my God, all the, the time. time. Whereas, you know... Twenty years ago, that's true. You you wouldn't do that. So, is it? Are we the last generation to be scared by mirrors? <laughs> Maybe. That sounds like a kind of hipster novel.
1: Are we the last generation to be scared, scared, by, scared mirrors. by mirrors? And it I sounds mean.
0: like a short
2: story
1: in a, a, in a hipster story.
2: collection to me. I'm
1: going to write it. My my antique of the week. Can I have Gap Yars?
0: Oh, but that's so sad to think that that's an antique.
1: It, it is now because we we can't we can't bloody go anywhere. It is well, it is. but
0: come on, in five years' time, maybe they'll um, come. you don't back. know.
1: The World Health Organization. Every time I cheer up about this, the World Health Organization goes, "It's never going to be over. We've got to learn to live with this. The world is doomed." It's like, oh, for goodness' sake! So I am going to have gap years as my antique. So, what did we learn?
0: I think what I've learned is not really what I've learned but what I would like to tell anybody listening to this which is that sometimes things will happen in your life that you think is an ending and it's horrific and you, and it's so upsetting and it's really difficult but actually it's going to give you something that um, you needed to have whether that's Jane's freedom or... Lovejoy realising that he doesn't need Jane or Eric and Tinker realising that they still have a job and they still are talented and Mm. they still have worth regardless of whether they're working for Felsham Interiors or doing whatever they end up going on to do because I know they they both don't stay because the nature of life is that it is always changing and one of the things that Mm. we're really blessed with in the 21st century is if someone leaves and goes, you don't completely lose contact with them because you literally can't. They're stuck on your internet forever,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: which in some cases is quite well, annoying. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> you can always get them back if you need them.
1: That's true. Although I did, I did say my my thing that I learned in inverted commas, but actually that the. the uh, modern day makes it far more difficult was this idea of reinventing yourself because they all do I mean he bounces back rather quickly in a rather unseemly uh <laughs> hey,
0: he's on the rebound unseemly surely. speed
1: we'll find out in the in the next step it's a rebound that goes on you know to North Carolina and back um but you know the the ability of people to reinvent themselves which I feel like I've done loads of times not massively successfully admittedly but you know
2: Mm, I don't know if I've got anything so profound as all of that. Yeah, I don't know. Because I think the main thing I took away from this episode was, I suppose it was a bit like you were saying, Em, actually, about sometimes you have to sort of break something to remake it into something else. But I don't like that. I know that's true, but I hate that idea. Like, I know that it's true.
0: I suppose the thing is, it's hard to, to know it when it's happening. Yeah. When it's happening, even if you've got loads of experience of it happening before, when it's happening, all you can do is concentrate on not completely falling apart yourself. And in fact, sometimes you do completely fall apart yourself. So I don't know what I'm talking about. But when you're in the middle of it, there's no way you can have that bigger perspective and see that bigger picture. You just can't. Because you have to just deal with the next 30 seconds and 30 seconds and just... Yeah, no,
2: absolutely. But I just think, like, I wish that I could, you know, really... Like, I know that it's true, but I wish I could, like, really believe it and be like... And sort of, you know, look forward in life and think, well, things are going to sort of happen, but it will, you know, evolve into something else. Um, Oh, that end? Because I... (sighs) There were some nice moments in it, but... It really was just, like, an episode to kind of get rid of Jane. Like we were saying, like, the the rest of the story, the mirror and everything, was kind of a bit just a backdrop for that. Afterthought. Yeah. Which Jane wasn't involved in, really. I know it was kind of through her. So, um, I think it could have been tied together better as it just felt like two separate things like the mirror stuff and then the jane stuff and i would have just liked i don't know i suppose i would have liked jane to go on one last adventure with them or something or to like them to go out like having a having a fun time together and then it then
0: yeah i see what you mean actually it was just suddenly like oh and now she's gone yeah Yeah. one episode that'll do it maybe it could have been spread over a couple
2: yeah like a little
0: inkling of what was to come In one? Yeah. For me. But I mean, so
2: I suppose that's a bit of a, you know, so I think for me, for
0: that reason,
2: I probably would, and because it just made me sad, that's not really why, I probably would give it a seven.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. I know. What about you, Polly? I was
1: going to give it even less than that, to be honest. I was going to give it a six, and I'm not sure why, and I don't know how much it's clouded by the fact that it's sad. And it's awkward, because I would give... McShane's acting in this genuinely, even though maybe you could say it's a bit hammy and over the top. Actually, it wasn't. He was beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was just right that balance. I thought it was. I thought it was actually understated. And therefore, it was really sad. So I thought the acting was great. I don't know why I feel like giving it a low score because there was nothing wrong with it. I agree with Helen. It almost didn't need the other plot. They could have almost done a pure episode about the people. And so I'd probably give it a six.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm so the other way to you two. I'm like, right, I love a spooky mirror. Great. Yeah, but they didn't make enough of it. There wasn't with
2: the spooky mirror. If it
0: had been really bad If it had just been the spooky mirror and then the four of them running about, mm, okay, maybe that's a, a seven, 6.5. If it had just been about Alex and the mess he'd made in Hong Kong and how that had an impact on Jane... Maybe that would be like a seven and eight, depending on how much the two, the other two, the other three were brought into it. But because I had both the things, I thought it was great. I thought the music, the, everything was great. I'd, I'd give it an eight point five. I'd watch it again Ooh. any seconds. Or what did you call it? Well, not you, Helen. UK TV play called it light like
1: drama.
0: I mean, this was not light hearted. It was no, it about wasn't. a really big thing that happens to all of us as we get older you have someone special in your life things change in their life and it means you're not going to be able to spend as much time together okay cool it's awful in 2020 you've got other ways to to talk but you didn't
1: then it was so it was final then Mm. really, yeah definitely very different experience and she doesn't even suggest that she wants to keep in touch with him it's not like oh but we can talk on the phone she she is sort of no clean break goodbye it, yeah. that's what's so awful it's not even oh do so silly we can write she, yeah. she is literally no I'm off I'm out of here
0: Which, but he's done that in the past anyway I know so he has but he's rise. come back
1: and the, I mean she doesn't <laughs> come back come... until
0: the wow. final
1: although the final episode of series 6 suggests that actually they did keep in touch because she does come back because she, she comes to his wedding so they must have kept in touch yeah
0: so I guess that's it for this week. We're a bit nervous about next episode and who ends up with Felsham Hall. I think Polly's given us a bit of an insight, but me and Helen haven't watched it. Um, Please join us... I... We can make an educated guess, though, can't we? Um, please join us at lovejoyapod on instagram or on twitter um if you'd like to hear our um full-length q and a's or our full-length blooper reels for that matter um then you can get you can get access to them from as little as two dollars a month which i think is like one pound ninety or something um so if you can support us in any way whether it's um a commitment on Patreon or whether it's just a one-off on coffee which is co no it's probably coffee.com .com slash joy actually but um we will see you in a fortnight um okay cheery bye everybody bye 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 bye
1: let's tell